0: Hi. welcome to The Hingham Cast. I'm Allie Downley, and I'm really glad you're here. I want to take a minute to let you know what to expect. The Hingham Cast is a hyper-local, at least weekly podcast, aiming to bring us closer together through what I hope are meaningful conversations. Look, 2020 was rough. We've lost loved ones, friends, jobs... There's been a racial reckoning. Politics has been more divisive than ever. But the pandemic has also pushed us to look inward. What's our COVID spread? What's happening in our schools? How do we support our restaurants and small businesses? What do we do for people who are hurting? This could be a really tough winter, So I hope the Hingham cast helps us to get to know each other better, to hear different points of view, to empathize, laugh, challenge, inspire. What are we reading? What are we binging? How much are we drinking? How are our kids? What about our relationships? Can we be more connected? I say yes. Let's start now. On this episode, we're going to talk about how our parents are aging and traditions we don't want to lose. I'm so happy to welcome Dan Fickus. Hey, Dan.
1: Hi, Allie. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I want to tell folks a little bit about you. You've lived in Hingham for about eight years, and you came down from the city with your wife, Kaya, and your two beautiful girls. You've worn a lot of hats in broadcast TV over the years, but now you own your own production company, Ocean One Productions. And listeners, you might see Dan on the softball field coaching his girls or yours, maybe volunteering at St. John's Church or kicking back, in the days of old now, right, at the South Shore Country Club pool with his family. And I've got to say, it's that sense of family that prompted this conversation. You and I had been chatting over Zoom, and you said you had to go soon to check on your mom's bread. Tell me about that bread. What kind is it?
1: Okay. I was just making some a family recipe that's just simple white bread that uh, has been in the family for quite some time, over 50 years.
0: Wow. So tell us a little bit about your mom. How long had she been making this bread? How much of it?
1: Well, I mean, ever since I was born. She was making it before I was born. I'm 57 years old, so she was making it for quite some time. Um, and it's the bread we had with dinner almost always. I mean, it was just always there, especially special occasions.
0: And she gave it away at the holidays?
1: She gave it away at the holidays. That was her gift to a lot of family members who, once they got it once, they kind of hoped they'd get it a second time. So, you know, (laughs) towards the uh, end of my mom making bread, uh, she's making quite a few loaves before Christmas.
0: Like 50 or 60, you said, right? Yes. So tell us a little bit about your mom. She's how old and what's her name and where is she?
1: Um, My mom's name is Shirley. My father's name is Ralph. So great 50s names. They should have had their own sitcom. Mm -hmm. Um, They live in Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. My mom's 89 and my dad will turn 90 in about a month. Wow. They just recently... Uh, moved into assisted living (laughs) right at the beginning of the pandemic Uh, 11 days (laughs) we moved them in on march 1st and then on march 11th everything went on lockdown
0: yeah how hard has that been
1: uh tough they live on the third floor uh they have a balcony which is really nice with a beautiful view so my brother and sister go over with their husbands and wives and and uh and call my father from the grass down below three floors and he comes out to the balcony Mm -hmm. and they talk uh Via the phone, uh, just because my dad's hard of hearing, but hey, at least we get to see him, and they're and they're doing fairly well. I mean, very, very little COVID in the place at all um, this whole time, so we feel blessed that they're in a safe place.
0: But why they're there really is why your mom stopped making bread as well, right?
1: Correct. And somewhere around two thousand seven, two thousand eight, she started uh, having memory issues. And it manifested itself in baking bread. I mean, this is something she can do with her eyes shut on a normal, you know, on a normal day. And she kept having a lot of mistakes in the kitchen where she'd have to start over from scratch. And we didn't know why, and we should have known then that that was the beginning of her memory issues. When we didn't realize it for a few years later. Um, so fast forwarding, uh, For the last two or three years, my father, myself, my brother and sister, we were talking about what kind of help my mom's going to need moving forward. But my dad said right after Christmas last year, uh, it's time to pull the trigger. We, We need to get some help for your mom. And he needs help. I mean, he's a caregiver at age 89 where he would not leave her side. He would not leave the house. He had absolutely no social life whatsoever. You know, when my father first moved into that assisted living facility on March 1st, he was talking like that place was a cruise ship. He finally had people to talk to. He was meeting all these older gentlemen and and walking the halls and saying hi to everybody. And that's who my dad is. And then 11 days later, everything's on lockdown. So they're quite isolated. And I keep telling them to keep their eyes on the prize. I said, June, I said, weather's going to be getting better. The vaccine will be kicking in and you get to see the grandkids again. And and hang out with them, and and that that seems to help my mom. She she gives me a smile every time I say something like that.
0: And how has that been for you to watch your mom fade?
1: Tough. I am here in Hingham, and when you don't see somebody for that period of time, they age rapidly. So it's tough. I mean, you know, I worked until the pandemic. I worked in the city. Uh, driving in every day for an hour and 15 minutes, driving back every day for an hour and 15 minutes. And my mom and I would have a, at least a 20-minute phone call, if not an hour-long phone call, each way. That's how we pass the time and just really miss those conversations with my mom. So, you know, that, that part's difficult.
0: We'll get back to our conversation with Dan in just a minute, but if you like what you're hearing and want more episodes of The Hingham Cast, subscribe, download, and write us an unvarnished review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And please share us with a friend. The more people we connect with, the more voices you get to hear, and that's what it's all about. Okay, back to Dan and Grammy's bread. So I want to bring you back to the bread. What was it? for this year that made you want to bake it?
1: Honestly, I've thought about doing this for years, you know, 57 years old. I never made bread in my life. I learned how to make this bread in 2007. Kaya and I just got married. We were home in Pennsylvania for Thanksgiving. And I told my mom, I said, I want to learn how to make this bread. You know, my mom was getting older. I didn't want this to get lost. Nobody else makes it. So I sat down with her, I took two pages of copious notes, (laughs) um, and we had a blast. (laughs) And since we couldn't, for the first time, be together for Thanksgiving, Mm. I thought the very least I could do would be to try to make this bread and send it out to everybody.
0: How intimidating was that? (laughs) It
1: it was very intimidating because, one, it's just not what I do, and I know it takes all day to do it. It's one of those recipes where... You know, it takes an hour to do the prep. You do all the prep and then, and then you, you have the bread all made up and you, you hope it rises. I mean, it takes two and a half hours to, you know, and then it rises and then you beat it down. and Then you wait another hour and a half and then beat it down and, and make the little rolls. And then you wait another hour before you can even pop it in the oven. So it, it takes a while.
0: So, you know, you're doing all of this yeasting and pounding and baking and it, it has to be so much more meaningful when you know the deeper history. So tell us about your brother.
1: So my mom started making this bread before I was born because she lost her first child to a brain tumor at age five. Yeah, I I just can't even fathom losing one of your children at any age, let alone your first at age five.
0: And he had a brain tumor.
1: He had a brain tumor. They made the hard decision to have an operation to remove it. And he died within days of that operation, which I think my parents still wonder how much more time they would have had if they didn't have that operation. They thought that could save them. And uh, my mom went into a very deep depression for almost a year, um, maybe plus, stayed in bed, cried, slept. That's what I know. What snapped her out of that was her Best friend coming over, or one of her best friends coming over, named Chickie. Who's Chickie? Chickie Bresnahan was a neighbor of ours, a good friend from church, you know, a heart of gold, um, but one of those people that's a little scary if you get on her bad side. <laughs> she was a force of nature. She had everything with her, every single ingredient, you know, and when she came over to to try to snap my mom out of this, it's like, Shirley, get out of bed you know, here, here's what we're doing. And from what I understand, it was a fight to get her out of bed. Um, But she did. And she reluctantly in her robe and slippers went out to the kitchen. And that's when uh, she was taught how to bake this bread. And that's what finally got her out of her depression. Um, That was the start of her coming out of that after losing her first child. Um, And she's been making it to this day.
0: What do you think the healing property of that was?
1: I honestly think what Chicky's intention was something to do, keep you know, this is something that takes all day to get through and to make this bread, and I think it was just to keep her busy, and uh, I think it became something more special than that later. I think it was just a, a vehicle to get her to get her mind off things, you know, focus on a recipe and and making it right, and I think it was just a coping mechanism for her. You know, she lost her child. Sometimes she'd feel herself slipping back. And I think making this bread just made her feel happy.
0: Before we hear how Dan's Baking went, we want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast and sign up for email alerts so you'll never miss a new episode. You can do that at HinghamCast.com. Or check out our page on The Hingham Anchor. Every week you'll find an article from us there, along with extras like behind-the-scenes photos and cool links. That's the HinghamAnchor.com. Okay, back to Dan. Let's hear how he filled his mom's very big shoes, or oven mitts. So, this was your first time. How was the process for you?
1: I was excited to be able to share my mom's bread with my brother, my sister, and my mom. I mean, I was really worried, okay, I made bread, but is it mom's bread? Does it taste like it? Because I didn't want to just make her her bread. I wanted to make her bread perfectly. Um, down to the down to the sesame seeds on top.
0: And how did it go?
1: It went great. I'll tell you my biggest fear. You know, you 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 make the bread up, you, you add the yeast, and and honest with you, I drove into Boston to check my mail. The whole time I'm driving, thinking is that stuff rising? It's like, is it going? Is it doing what it's supposed to do? And it took me exactly two and a half hours to get back, and I was terrified to open the uh the oven. And I opened the oven and it was just this huge ball. It's like, yes, it's working. Because I know if I got to that point, I would have some sort of bread, whether it tasted the same or not. Uh, But in the (laughs) end, I mean, it was spot on.
0: So you, I mean, this is pretty amazing. So you packaged it up to give to family and to take to your mom and dad.
1: It makes six loaves. So I kept three for our family here. And I sent one to, well, actually, I sent all three to my sister. They all live close by. So I I went to FedEx, most expensive bread ever. I think it was about $65 to send it for the next day. Uh, I sent it to my sister's office. She went to the the assisted living facility and dropped it off to my dad. And then she drove to my brother's house because I wanted everybody to have a loaf of this bread on their Thanksgiving table. What
0: was your mom's reaction?
1: My mom asked my dad, did I make this? (laughs) (laughs) so that i'll take that as a compliment and then when she found out i was the one that made it she goes Danny, you finally made the bread and she said that she remembered she showed me how to do it
0: oh how was that was that wonderful
1: yes absolutely any any little thing that she remembers she will remember the really important thing she didn't remember when it was but she goes danny all these years and you finally made it it's like yep yep surprise
0: Dan, that's a terrific story. Thank you so much for sharing your family and yourself with us. Oh, you're so
1: welcome. You're so welcome. And thanks, Allie.
0: Hmm. Hearing Dan makes me think about my own mom and the things she makes or used to make. Pickles, zucchini bread, candy cane cookies. I never make anything quite as well as she does. I'm not sure if she's leaving something out of the recipe because she forgets or maybe she just wants to keep us wanting hers. Ah, gramster. Anyway, we'd love to hear about your family traditions or see a photo of something you've started baking in the pandemic. We also want to hear your story ideas. What matters to you? This should be a community microphone, and I'm happy to hand it over at any time. Shoot me a note at ally at thehinghamcast.com, A-L-L-Y at thehinghamcast.com. I hope you've enjoyed listening. If you have, help us out by subscribing and downloading the podcast and writing a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Many thanks to our producer and editor, Kristen Keith. Our beautiful logo and other artwork was done by designer Tony Sutliff. And Donna Mavromatis and her team at Mavro Creative made our terrific website. You can find all our episodes, photos, ways to share story ideas and feedback there. That's thehinghamcast.com. I'm Allie Donnelly. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon.